This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I want you to know that the mothership has... It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the mindset. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the, the, the mothership. Let's go back. Happy Thursday to you. North America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour deflector shield shindig. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Tulsa to Tallahassee. Kalamazoo and Waterloo we are on the air. Hey, listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. Hey, thanks so much for being with us, everybody. D.A. with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Good show lined up for you this morning. Andrew Brandt is a former NFL executive, worked in the front office of the Green Bay Packers for a long time. He is now the host of the Business of Sports podcast. He's been a longtime contributor to Sports Illustrated as well. Andrew's going to join us, ramifications of the Rodgers injury, and whether this might spur action to get grass installed around the NFL. Brant's going to join us in hour number four. It's a thirsty Thursday. That's right. We're toasting to the good stuff. Let's do some thirsties. What do you got going on? What makes you feel good and do well? well? I feel good and I'm doing well. We will toast by raising a pint to the good stuff today. Let us know by hitting me up on Twitter, DA on CBS, or on the phone at 855 212 cbs Also this hour, sound check your best audio of the day in 20, in 40. The Chiefs and the Chris Jones holdout. What does that mean for the defending Super Bowl champs? Let us begin in Miami. So much attention this week in the AFC East has been dedicated to what happens to the Jets following the Rodgers injury and how awful the Bills look, specifically Josh Allen in the loss. Lost in all of that to the AFC East is how good the Dolphins, specifically the offense, looked in going to L.A. and getting that dramatic victory over the Chargers. More than 400 yards passing from Tua Tungavailoa. And for a Dolphins team that I get it, it's still hard to believe in because Tua is not able to stay healthy regularly. And the Dolphins don't have any track record in decades of postseason success. 
it's hard to believe that these guys are really contenders in the NFL and the AFC for a Super Bowl. And yet, I look at that head coach, I look at that play calling, I look at those weapons, I look at that defense, I look at what Vic Fangio dialed up late in that game to thwart the comeback from the Chargers, and I look at that QB and I say, they got a lot of the pieces that you need. Now, the quarterback always in today's NFL is the most important piece of the puzzle. And for Tua, as we all know, I mean, his first name might as well be if he stays healthy. Because that's what everybody always says about Tunga Vailoa. But if he stays healthy for Tua, this guy can be an elite quarterback. And I had my doubts, even despite, even outside of the injury history. I had my doubts about the mentality of Tua. But I think we're starting to see a little alpha starting to grow out of a very pleasant polite, diplomatic young man. I want you to listen to an exchange that Tua had with a local reporter in Miami who asked about the question surrounding whether Tua has the big arm of some of his contemporaries. Okay? Is Tua finally growing into being the guy? It is where we begin, your cold open. Tua back to throw. Deep downfield, wide open, touchdown! Tyreek Hill! What a throw and catch. Right on the money, one-on-one. Tyreek just runs by him, and what a throw by Tua. Wow. Do you think that anyone is still saying you can't throw deep? I don't care. I I mean, I don't care. 466 is, that's what 466 is if I can't throw deep. Thanks. Comes it to the corner, and it's caught! Tyreek Hill, touchdown! Who else can you beat in a game? My gosh. Tyreek Hill, again, what a throw. What a throw by Tua. It didn't surprise me that guys were able to execute. It made me very proud of all the training that it took because I know how, how that was. For all people involved, you're, you're witnessing their most invested, intentional, deliberate um, execution of whatever they're doing. But, like, you know, I don't. I, I didn't know it was going to work. They, you know, players decided on the field, and sometimes players decide to be the best versions of themselves. And you don't, you don't know what's going to happen on on Sunday. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heartrending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. Jimmy Steffalo, Joe Rose, a couple of Dolphins legends and Dolphins radio. And you heard Tua and Mike McDaniel there. I thought that was interesting. It's it's not exactly a, quote, clap back in the traditional sense. It's not like Tua is being antagonistic or angry there. But when asked about people questioning his deep ball, his arm, he said, I don't really care. 466, that's what 466 looks like. You know, that's a bit of a mic drop. It's not aggressive because he's not an aggressive guy like that, but 466, like, what else do you want? I put up nearly 500 yards of passing. We won the football game. Does that answer the question? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Let's just take a quick snapshot of the best quarterbacks in the NFL today. Number one is Patrick Mahomes. 
Mahomes goes to the podium and Mahomes says the right things and Mahomes is well liked. I mean, Mahomes is a unicorn of the fact that he's he's just he's a genuine good guy that people like, seemingly without much of an ego, not the trappings of celebrity. And yet you know privately, if somebody said, Yeah, you know, Patrick, they don't think you can do this. You haven't done this before. What about these? He'd be like, bleep that, bleep that, bleep that. I can do all of that. You just know. Burrow's the same way. Burrow, when he's at the podium, has a very kind of cool, calm demeanor. Coolest cat in the building. But you know there's a hyper-competitiveness to him. And there's an edge. The way he dresses as he walks into a building is, I'm the man. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. These guys believe that. And I think with Tua... It's always been hard to tell whether he has that alpha in him. There's a lot of Russell Wilson there where it's like hunky-dory, things are great. You know, you never want to make anybody mad. And a lot of that just stems from Tua comes from a very disciplined household and a culture where you're highly respectful. And so it just comes off as a guy that's a little bit of a square and a little too nice, and early in his career, teammates had questions about whether that was the guy. Whether he walked onto a football field and people said, yeah, that's the guy I'm going to follow. You know, Trevor Lawrence has that. Justin Herbert has that. Aaron Rodgers has that. Brady has always had that. That's our guy. Tua hasn't really looked and been that way, and I think if he starts getting there a little bit, It's a really good thing for the Dolphins. It's a really good thing for Tua. And I got to be honest, when I saw this the other day, I was like, all right, maybe there's something there. And Mike McDaniel is the perfect head coach for this. Because McDaniel is a really good psychologist. McDaniel is a smart, bright play caller, offensive mind. He's quirky. He's a little eccentric. You know, he's not exactly polished with his words, but you can tell he's a psychologist. He knows how to connect with guys, whether through authenticity, whether through poking and prodding with them, joking with them. You know, he just, he's got a really good way about him. So I think that marriage is really good. I think it's a really, really, really valuable marriage to have between coach and quarterback. And Tua was awesome. And look, I really hope he stays healthy for 17 games because I want to see what the Dolphins look like and what Tua looks like if you give him the full season. I mean, last year, in the games that Tua played, when he was still healthy, they had the best record of the AFC through 11 games. And then, of course, everything kind of came apart. Who knows? What happens if last year this team was 13-4 and with Tua? Would we all still question whether he could really do it? And in this division where the Bills just look like they did and the Jets just lost Aaron Rodgers and the Patriots look like they did, there's nobody in the division that looked as good as the Dolphins did in week one. Not even close. Not even close. So I'm optimistic on the on the Dolphins. I have them winning the division, had them before the season, picked them to win the division, but I didn't think the Bills would look like crap and, and the... The Jets would lose their starting quarterback in week one. But such is life, and here's where the Dolphins sit in a really good position going into week number two. 855-212-4CBS. 
or on Twitter, DA on CBS. For those wondering, the Dolphins going to New England to take on the Patriots. And that is a little Sunday night football coming up this weekend. Dolphins at Pats. And so national TV audience is going to watch Tua against Belichick's D. For the record, if you were wondering, oh, right. Is there football again, DA, tonight? There is Vikings and Eagles from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Eagles, a six-point favorite in this game. God, do the Vikings look like trash. And we will do more on the Vikes coming up later on in the show. But for an offense that was so explosive last year, for a quarterback that has annually put up such good numbers against a Bucks team that is going through a reboot, rebuild, maybe tank, can't quite tell, the fact that Tampa Bay won that game is pretty devastating for the Vikings. That's a squad that won all of those one-possession games last year, won all of those turnover battles, got by in the hairs of their chinny-chin-chins with a defense that was awful, and reckoning happened in week number one against the Bucs. And let me tell you, larger sample size, you don't end up winning all those one-possession games. It's going to come back to bite them. It already did in week number one. Tonight, though, they travel to the Eagles, and that's not the place that you want. Prime time in Philadelphia, the place to try to save your season from going 0-2. When we come back here on the show, we've got Soundcheck, your best audio of the day, and an awkward moment in Buffalo as a reporter talked a little trash about Stephon Diggs, and there was a hot mic, hot mic, uh uh-oh, You'll hear that next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, welcome back, everybody. And you can always listen to the show in podcast form. The full four hours are the best of the show, plus the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, is out. Brand new PGP for the week is available. We begin with Giannis. What about the future in Milwaukee? If the Bucks aren't putting together a team you feel like you could win a championship with, this is courtesy of the 48 Hours podcast on the Believe Network. As long as we play and we approach the game every single day the right way and we all sacrifice for a common goal, I can see myself being in Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of my career. But the moment I feel like people are not committed as a as as I am, to get that uh, golden pin in the back, I, I I am not. You know, I am. I'm a Milwaukee Buck, but most importantly, I'm a winner. I want to win, and uh, I have to do whatever it takes for me to win. And if there's a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I, I have to take that better situation. I think that Giannis is in Milwaukee for the long haul. I do. I think he's in Milwaukee for the long haul, but what he's doing here is applying pressure to the organization to find guys that want to win, coaches that want to win, and a support staff that wants to win at the level that he does. And I don't I don't mind that. I I think it's okay if you're a superstar to constantly verbalize that we've got to push the envelope. These are the expectations. Don't get complacent. You know, Joe Burrow's doing this, and Giannis has won a championship. So it would be easier to be complacent if you did win a title. And I think the Budenholzer thing was that Budenholzer kind of always felt like there wasn't a real urgency that he was, hey, 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 we'll be fine. We'll be fine. You know, it's just there was too much Matthew McConaughey in in Budenholzer, just too laid back at times. And we saw how they played in the postseason, some of the coaching decisions, the playoffs. But I just think that he's rattling cages to make sure everyone's on the same page. And I don't I don't mind that. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he likes Milwaukee. He's won a championship there. It's good ownership. It's a great fan base. But I think that he wants to just keep reminding everybody around him, this are these are the expectations. And that's why I don't mind it at all. By the way, Soundcheck is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck at a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. This is not great. Yesterday, there was a podium set up at Bills at the Bills facility, and they were waiting for a player or players to come to the podium. Problem was, hot mic, hot mic. As the mics were on, nobody was at the podium, and you heard media members talking. And it sounded like one of the media members asked the team reporter, Maddie Glab about who is going to be brought out. And she brings up Stefan Diggs' name and try to take a listen to what she says about Steph when she doesn't know that the mics are on. There's no control over Stefan Diggs. (laughs) 
Go get it. Yeah. Go get it. The dude's going to do what he wants to do. Now you cry. Coming over there. Step. Get your ass. Nope. He'll look at he'll look at my face and say F you. How he treats everybody. So again, this is the team reporter, Maddie Glab, who works for the Buffalo Bills. Not great. And she basically says, you know, Diggs does what he wants to do. He'll look me right in my face and say, F you. And that's how he treats everybody. Well, hot mic, hot mic. So Glab had to then take to Twitter to post an apology. And she said, I want to take ownership for what I said. I'm very sorry. I respect the hell out of Stefan Diggs. Hell. In an official statement from a team employee, that's, I mean, she really apologizes. And he's been one of my favorite players to cover. He has great character and treats us media with lots of respect. Which sounds a bit like a sixth grader wrote the official statement. He has great character and treats us media with lots of respect. He takes time out of his day to talk to us, which he doesn't have to do. She said, media was waiting for players to come out for press conferences. Oh, no, she didn't say this. Oh, yes. When a reporter jokingly told me to go get Stefan Diggs, I said, I don't have control over him. Steph marches to the beat of his own drum, and I love that about him. He has a playful relationship with our video department. So that's why I said he probably wouldn't say yes to me grabbing him for an interview. I should not have said what I said. I apologize for that. Steph is not in the wrong. I am. Please take me now. <laughs> I mean, the only thing she didn't say was, if I had a daughter, I would love her to marry <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Like, it's cool. We, we, it's fine. I'm sure that's what would have happened. He would have cursed to somebody to get away from him if they went to pull him out of the locker room. I'm wrong. He's right. Did I mention I'm really <laughs> wrong? I was so wrong. And he treats us media with lots of respect. He drove me here today. He's so nice. <laughs> You know, I think that Stefan Diggs' reputation is that of a guy that's difficult. It's why the Vikings traded him. It's why there was some type of whatever between him and Josh Allen in the preseason. It is why he was not there at camp and Sean McDermott said it was a big problem. And it, there was something between him and Allen at the playoff game last year against the Bengals. So... I don't think Stefan Diggs is the easiest guy to deal with. The mm -hmm. issue is you're a reporter, and if you're in, not even if you're not employed by the team, you can get away with that a little bit more. If you're employed by the team and you're a young reporter and you yeah. work for the Bills, that's just a comment that you don't want to be caught on hot mic. But Bogues, this is the worst nightmare of all of us. Is the conversations that are not supposed to be a microphone get picked up for the world to hear. And today, in 2023, that goes everywhere immediately, where if this was 1983 or 1993, yeah. local reporter says something about Andre Reid or something, it stays in Buffalo for the most part, unless Will McDonough reports on it on Sunday morning, you know, during the NBC pregame. Like, it just wouldn't ever go anywhere. No, but I feel like, you know, I kind of feel like that we're trendsetters here, DA. We talk a lot of smack about our colleagues in this place right into a microphone. We know this mic is on, and we take shots at basically everybody that works here. Okay. So maybe that's what we need now is like an open door policy, like a full honesty thing. No accidental hot mics. Just be free to tell us that Stefan Diggs would not take kindly 
to being requested to leave the locker room to come speak to the media. He would say F you to my face. Yeah, it's fine. But he would say that to everybody was what she is saying. Exactly. But I mean, like, who's safe around here? We don't, we don't, and then we don't apologize. We go after everybody. That's, that is true. For Stefan Diggs, this is such a weird thing because he was the guy trying to pump up Josh Allen on Monday night when Allen was the disaster. So is it possible that Stefan Diggs is simultaneously a distraction and an issue and a headache, but also a guy that is a builder and a and a guy that's pumping up his teammates too? I mean, he certainly can be both of those things. And also, everything that Maddie said, shy of him cursing in someone's face, none of those things are actually a problem. Like, it's okay if he's hard to wrangle into a press conference or he goes, I'm not doing it today. Like, those things, none of those, those are all non-issues. They have no effect in the locker room. The only one that would be a concern is if he's disrespectful to people, but he could also be disrespectful to you Tuesday afternoon in the locker room, but on the sideline, getting in Josh Allen's face and trying to get him to play better. I think he could be both of those things. Yeah, the Allen-Stefan Diggs dynamic is totally bizarre. Who knows what's going on there? In this case, you're right. You would hope that Stefan Diggs doesn't tell media member. well, who even cares about media members, but just like team employees and PR people and stuff like, F you, I'm not doing it. Yeah, because even if you, if you really wanted to like parse her story or her comments like line by line, she's not part of the media department. She is a news reporter for the Bills. So if she went to find him and was like, you need to come into the room now to talk to us, he would certainly be confused by her trying to have that power over him so his response could be, bleep you, get away from me, who are you? So, like, it's just, it's just, it's embarrassing, but I don't I don't think this tells you much about what Stefan Diggs is or is not. I think it tells you something because she went so overboard apologizing for it, which I think means that... Well, she's of, just trying to save her job, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but also that there must be eggshells around Stefan Diggs. Like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Stefan, no, you're the best. You're a high character guy. And somebody telling Maddie Glab, you better fix this. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. Because, like, think about a player. What's the most chill player ever? I mean, I guess this Tua's pretty chill. If she said this about Tua, he'll tell me F you to my face. Do you, well, that's a bad example. I mean, too, Russell because, Wilson, maybe. Know, but he, those guys don't want to be seen as villains either. Gronk, so right. You want any, a guy that just doesn't, maybe J.J. Watt. Right. Like somebody that just doesn't care whatever you say. Would you go that overboard being like, I'm so sorry. It's not what men, high character guy, you know? Yeah, I still, I still think you'd be, you're like in survival mode. Yeah. So you're, you're changing your story completely and pumping up whoever your accidental victim was. Because she's, how, I don't know how else to describe it. Like she's nobody. Like she's so far, like even I'm looking at her now, she's the second to last name in the media and content group. Is that nice? She's so, a nobody. So, she's but, but like, nice? but she's the, all she, did you know she existed until this happened? I didn't, but I don't consume so, bills.com every day. Right. But still like she's, she's out of nowhere now known and she's got to fix it. And she's got, I'm sure she's getting destroyed on social media. Yeah. And her boss is like, this is not how we work, Maddie. And so she's got to go out right. there and do whatever she can to make herself look a little bit better right. and take all the heat. Yeah. She should have just had a maybe a ghostwriter for the statement so that it 
read a little bit more adult life. Or maybe uh, Chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarro we, 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 Moran could have done we it saw, for. We saw John Moran go to Chat, chat GPT and it came out, you know, a lot better than this statement. True. Fat GPT to do all of your apologies. <laughs> Finally, here's Dion. Why he has no time. No time to soak in the early success. Do you take time to just soak it in and enjoy the moment a little bit? And no, not it? really. I don't have time to enjoy the moment. I don't Santa don't have time. You know, he got to deliver the gifts. He ain't got time to enjoy his cookies. Okay? That's all he gets. I ain't got time for that. I got to keep it going. I got to keep this machine going and uh, make sure we stay on the right path and make sure we're locked in and we're focused on the right things. Make sure we're practicing adequately. Make sure we're giving it our all. Making sure we're making the right adjustments and doing the playing the proper personnel. So it's a lot. It's, it's a lot driving this train. It's not easy. I really love this quote. Santa don't have time. <laughs> and not only do I love thinking about him as Santa Claus, but it's made me stop and think. It's true. Does Santa not even have time to enjoy the cookies? Now, he does eat the cookies seemingly at every house. So he takes a bite, swigs some, some milk, but... Is it one of those things like Joey Chestnut? Like, he's just ripping through cookies and milk, not even thinking about how delicious they are because he's just got to get on to the next house. I, I it made want... really made me think about how much stress Santa is under. And let's, I... be, let's be real. I mean, not not everybody's cooking is great. He ain't eating everybody's cookies, too. He's just he's probably seen some that look a little overcooked, maybe a little... <laughs> Maybe he was in the oven a little too long, saying, oh, I don't got time for this. Gotta go to the next house. Timmy needs his Timmy needs his bike before 3 a.m. before I get to the to the West Coast. But every house you go into, there's a bite taken out of those cookies. So he's he's putting in the work. Maybe the reindeer eat a eat a cookie, or maybe he's just like, no time. He throws a chocolate chip cookie to Rudolph or whatever. But it's kind of tough to reconcile, but it's true. We think we're stressed. Nobody's more stressed than Santa. Yeah, I don't I don't want to think about it this way. I, I want it just to well, be you better. delicious cookies you and presents and laugh, belly laughs and reindeer and snow-covered oh, roofs. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I don't want to think about Santa having a meltdown like the rest of us at work well, for I those think, 36 hours. But I think that's the greatness of Santa. He's not melting down. He's always, he's like Brady in the two-minute drill. Like, he just is about the job and never gets rattled. But he doesn't have time to enjoy it. Like Tom Brady on third and six doesn't get to look around and be like, wow, isn't it great I'm in the Super Bowl? It's like, I got to get this and I got to get this ball into the end zone. For Santa, he's like, look, I got to get to Des Moines. I, I, no time. I got to get to Malaysia after this. I got to get over to, you know, he's just, he's constantly. He's on to Cincinnati. He's on to Cincinnati constantly. And the stress here for Santa is 364 days to build the toys, one to deliver them. One. I mean, talk about, it's like your Super Bowl. You don't even get a regular season. There's no preseason. There's no dry runs. One day, you've got to get it done. And let's face it, he's not perfect. I didn't always get every toy I wanted, but he's got a really high success rate. He's got a 92% success rate or something like that. Uh, 92 sounds low. Very high QBR. Well, I mean, there's. I'm sure you had... Right, but hundred percent of the gifts you ever wanted, did you get ninety two percent of them? Well, but the thing is, there's so many of us, and he's it's been going for so many years. The he's so high, there's so much of a sample size that it would take a lot of mistakes to get all in at ninety two percent. But he's got to be like ninety eight percent in north. 
So gotta you, be. So that means then there's a lot of kids out there that got everything they ever wanted every Christmas. Yeah, I think most times you skewed towards that to wow. perfection. Yeah. The guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And we waive the five-year wait. Those he goes right in when he's done. And how old do you think Santa is? He doesn't have an age. Which means this guy, it's its like Brady times 10. It's like he keeps doing it at his age. He said that he's overweight, obviously. He's not in great physical shape. He's old. He's got a white beard. You know, he's the healthiest fat guy. All these doctors that That's keep telling true. Sean he is, they are really he's in the non-Santa division. That's a great point. And, of course, shout out to Mrs. Claus, too, he's, you know, holding him down. I mean, right. you know, we, we saw Giselle, you know, she was out the door <laughs> with Brady, but Mrs. Claus is saying, no, I'm here. We're going to help build these gifts. We're going to get you ready. You're not going to be in the best shape, but we'll get you in good enough shape so that December 24th, Christmas Eve, you're out there, ready. and those gifts are out there, and everybody ready to go. And right. those two, as a pair, they both deserve their flowers. That's right. That's a that's a really good point. That Mrs. Claus deserves her flowers for holding him down. EJ's not wrong though. How many guys have gotten famous and popular and go, oh, you know what I should do now? Date a 22 year old model. Right. And as far as we know, Santa's never done no. that. No. But maybe he has just no time. Work consumes him. Where is he going to cheat? Where does he have time for an affair? He's just building freaking toys today. He's building toys today for kids in Siberia. Right, and when your your transportation's a sled with eight reindeer, you can't sneak out easily. Like, she's going to know when you take off every you, time. Right, you hear the bells. Yeah. They're like, where are you going? No, uh, I got to some cigarettes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, Vixen's got a sore hoof. <laughs> going to the vet. I'm going to the vet. Why doesn't the vet come here? Uh, he's he's busy, so I'm going to go see him today. <laughs> Santa planting thirst traps in his Instagram. <laughs> in nothing but his belt. The original dad bod. <laughs> and that is your sound check. Standing by is a kind sir with headlines, Andrew Bogish. And those headlines are sponsored by Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community and have your first deposit match up to $100 when you use code PRIMETIME. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Imagine being the Houston Rockets and making these phone calls, reaching out to other teams, offering oh, a draft pick sweetener to take Kevin Porter Jr. off their hands. The young guard facing serious charges in New York City for an alleged vicious attack on his girlfriend in their hotel room early Monday morning. And Houston is trying to flip him to another team for a useful player. All of that according to The Athletic. However... It is unclear what the Rockets are actually allowed to do with Porter as the league investigation continues alongside the legal one. The team cannot suspend him. Only the league could do something like that right now. The Rockets can't release him either, apparently, so a trade might be their only current option for getting him off their roster. Mm. Meanwhile, the NBA Board of Governors has approved tougher rules and punishments for load management. Among the changes, teams can only rest one star player per game. A star player is someone who has made the All-Star game or an All-NBA team over the previous three seasons. Your first violation... Now nobody wants to make an All-Star game. <laughs> well, well, so the everyone now has been doing the math on who this applies to. 
and the Warriors are one of, I think they have, somebody, them and somebody else have the most star players now, four, but it's not Klay Thompson because he hasn't made either one of those things in the last three years because he was so banged up. Oh, so so Clay can career. rest whenever he wants. No. So it's a three-year rolling window of all-star games or all-NBA. That's pretty harsh. That one point you can be technically a star, labeled a star, and then the moment you don't make an all-star game for three years, you're like, sorry, you're a star, it's over. You're just a regular guy now. But now you're allowed to sit out whenever you want. Right, true. But, I mean, imagine the ego hit of, like, yes, Last season, you were technically a star. This season, you're a jag. Just another guy. <laughs> uh, congrats to the Atlanta Braves for finally winning the NL East. Ready with a 2-2. Here it comes. Got him swinging strike three. And the Braves are National League East champions for the sixth year in a row. What an amazing era we're in the midst of. Yeah, I did six, not realize that. Six in a row? I, I thought... I thought the Phillies had won one in there and or the Nats when they won the World Series. I thought, and I know the Mets lost the division last year but won 101 games. Mm. I did not think, because this we've seen the Nats win the World Series, the Phillies go to the World Series, mm-hmm. and the Mets have a 100-win season. <laughs> I did not think they won the division all six of those years. Every six, year since 2018. Yeah, six in a row and 26 all-time now for the Braves. Which is... If I'm using this right, an ignominious record because they only have two World Series championships. <laughs> yes. But the most division titles of all time. Yeah. Nobody gets there and then loses like the Braves. For the record, the Marlins have as many World Series championships and have never won a division. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the Braves have won more divisions than anybody else and also have the two rings. Here's manager Brian Snitker postgame on Bally Sports South. We've checked one box off. I mean, I said, until you do this and get in there, you don't have a chance to do anything special. So that, that's really cool that we have a chance now to do something special. And that's technically incorrect. I mean, it's nice to want to win the division. You get to bypass the wild card round, et cetera. But he says, until we do this, we can't do anything special. That's not true. You can get into the wild card and then win the World Series. The Braves clinching with a 4-1 win in Philly. They did so in game 146, the second fewest they have ever needed. The Reds joined the Diamondbacks in the third and final NL wildcard spot with a 4-3 win in Detroit, while Arizona was taking a 7-1 loss from the Mets. Uh, young candidate Zach Gallen gave up all of those runs on eight hits over five-plus. The Astros avoid a three-game sweep from the lowly A's 6-2. They maintain their one-game lead in the AL West on the Rangers, who are 10-0 winners in Toronto. Those Blue Jays now a game behind Seattle for the last AL wildcard. We've got football tonight in Philly. The no Eagles... Scherzer hit there, huh? Oh, I left it out. Yeah, Scherzer, shockingly, usually gets hurt like this as a Met. Uh, he is done for the regular season and likely the postseason the as that, well. That's huge. Yes, That's huge. She's done for the rest of the regular season and probably won't pitch in October. And they gave up a useful prospect. I think I saw the math yesterday. They end up paying him $222,000 per inning for what he's pitched this year. And you said this early in the season that he was toast. You knew this coming into the year, but Scherzer, who's a surefire first ballot Hall of Fame guy, and was supposed to anchor now two different teams the last two years to some type of October success, flamed out last year, wore down by the end of the year, and then this year has basically not had an arm. No, so, and I didn't think he was going to get hurt. I just thought he was going to be bad in big spots. That's why I could not understand why people were so impressed with the Rangers trading for him as if they had not watched him pitch 
for the Mets, where he he's just got, could not get any good teams out. He's got no gas left in the tank, and he's either ineffective or he's injured. And so now he's probably not going to pitch at all this season. That's brutal. Eagles and Vikings tonight, the home team, those uh, Eagles without running back Kenneth Gainwell, corner James Bradbury, and safety Reed Blankenship. The Chargers practice yesterday without Austin Eckler and Joey Bosa. Eckler, not a surprise. We knew he had a sore ankle, but Bosa has some hamstring troubles coming off Sunday's opener and two routes to open the WNBA playoffs. These are best of threes. The Aces smoke the sky, 87-59, and the Sun burn the links, 90-60. Is that a smoking Aces reference? That was accidental. The Sun burned the links was on purpose. Aces smoking. That's pretty good. Accidental. But I'll take it. When we come back, thank you both. When we come back here on the show, do the Chiefs win the Chris Jones holdout? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on a Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can op- you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. Or on the Odyssey app, get in the zone AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. You can watch the show on YouTube, on Twitch, or at WatchDA.com. Chris Jones is back in the fold after ending his holdout earlier this week. He agrees on a new one-year deal. And Chris Jones said he is super pleased. Quote, I kind of made the decision not to kind of camp. I didn't want to be a distraction by holding in. I'm excited to be back. Thankful for the organization. They were able to boost my salary to make up for the fines and everything. I'm super grateful for that, and we're focused on winning the next game. The Kansas City Chiefs gave Chris Jones a base salary of $19.5 bucks minus one lost game check for missing week one. That's about a million bucks. Incentive package that could push the total to $25 million. He gets a million bucks for participating in 35% of the defensive snaps. He gets another 1.25 if he reaches 10 sacks. Or actually, that jumped up. It went from 1.25 to 1.75 if he goes from 10 sacks to then 15 sacks. And also another 1 million bucks if he's named a first-team All-Pro. The 2 million bucks that he took in training camp fines were not waivable, and so he's got to hit the incentives to then take care of that. But super excited, super pleased is the way that Chris Jones described his new contract. The Kansas City Chiefs just dominated this negotiation. Thoroughly dominated. Now, could they have used him in week one? Probably. Might that have been the difference between winning and losing? Maybe. I mean, at the end of the day, kind of was Kadarius Tony not holding on to a football, so it was more Kelsey being out than Chris Jones being out. But not all is perfect. The Chiefs would like to be 1-0 instead of 0-1. But in terms of the holdout itself, so what? Chris Jones wasn't there during training camp. Okay, he wanted to sit out, basically. Fine. They gave no long-term money to Chris Jones. Not a cent. They just gave him a raise for this year. There's no extension. There's no guaranteed money down the road. There's just a raise for this year. And all they did was lose Chris Jones for one game, which is why I think they 
let him be in the stadium for the celebration of the Super Bowl, let him sit in that box, never said a bad word about him. This is the new way to do business. You don't antagonize the players because if you just play it cool, eventually they'll come around because the money is too good. The money is too damn good. If you held out in the 1980s, the 1990s, you were looking for a raise that would change your life because what you were working under was not enough to get by if you got injured, that you had to hold out for your livelihood. Now, Chris Jones basically just wants to make an extra $5 bucks this year, but he can't afford not to play. The money's too good. The money is too big. So the Chiefs, just like the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, no problem, great relationship. We want her to be here. We want her to be a Chief for a long time. We want Lamar Jackson to be a Raven. Blah. You never create acrimony. And then finally, you just get it done either before the season or one weekend, and these guys are back. And for Chris Jones and for the Chiefs, Jones gets his raise. A lot of it's built into incentives. So great if you get a better Chris Jones, a more dominant Chris Jones, better for you. He misses one game, and everybody's friends. Again, if the Chiefs had won Thursday night, it would be 100% win across the board. Okay, he's not at camp. Does Chris Jones need camp? Do any of these guys need camp? Barely anybody plays in the preseason. That front office just nailed it with Jones, and now he's back for 16 games, which was the old total number of regular season games played. So... Win for the Chiefs. Slight win for Jones, big win for the Chiefs. When we come back, is the Brian Dayball honeymoon officially over? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 